What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. This is me hyper-focusing on probably something we've heard a million times, but it's always fascinating to me to look at something that we take for granted with a set of fresh, sometimes literal eyes and see how many different ways it presents itself. And it's like, yeah, I know we've heard it. I've heard it. We all say that we all know everything in life is just one step at a time. But sometimes in reflection, it hits you in a way that really drives the point home more than anything else before. And that's what this is or how I got here thinking about this. And I hope to take you there with me. I started this thought in judgment. And as is the beginning of most of my introspection, sadly, some self-judgment or a lot of times judgment of someone else. And then it starts a loop that takes me all the way from feeling like a bad person for judging to me then consciously working towards balancing that with qualities I hope to lead with, to not be as judgmental. Meaning I start with judgment and then I usually immediately feel bad about it and I start the process of softening it by giving the person that I'm judging or the thing that I'm judging some credit, some understanding and grace in the way that I would want it. So in a way, it flips the energy of it to something not as negative as it started out in just pure judgment and distance from the initial target. And it brings me closer to them, and then it brings me closer to myself. And in this way, I've learned to make the most productive use of the unavoidable tendency to judge as it becomes a window and a portal into myself. Usually the things I'm judging have within them some tidbit, some root, some seed of resentment that lies deep within me about me. Some kind of discontentment I have with myself about myself. And in a way, when I see it on the outside, maybe manifesting in another person, it becomes a stark reminder of How much emotional charge, maybe fear, maybe disgust, something, how much emotional charge and how real it is to see the manifestation of letting a part of us lead that takes us into all forms of suffering that you can categorize as avoidable. And when I say avoidable, that means controllable. If you can avoid something, that means there is something that is not being exercised that could have been. And this comes up for me most when I am left with nothing else to attribute to the condition of a human's life other than their own incremental daily choices. And when I see the consequences of that in broader society manifesting through obesity and lifestyle diseases, through poverty of the mind, through the lack of follow through, things that you can control through a list of things that take our lives down alleys that you can't easily chalk off to luck or misfortune because of the part that you played. 
And what I judge most and maybe fear most is this invitation to a fertile bed that we lay for misfortune, for it to wreak havoc on our lives through abandonment of our daily and at times moment-to-moment responsibilities. And when I see outward manifestations of someone far gone on this path of abandonment, enough for it to be visible, I shudder and judge because it makes the fear real. Again, it also begins the process of me thinking whether I may be guilty and worthy of the same judgment myself. And often I am, just in a different realm. Less obvious than the one that I'm witnessing. But nonetheless, that judgment becomes a portal into me auditing myself. Again, it's productive judgment. Or me trying to do as much productive work as I can from it. And to not get deeper into how judgment led me to the point today, it's in the recognition of the fact that, and an empowered fact, that if you frame it properly, the fact that I'm, and what I'm fearing, the judgment that I'm making, the fear that I have when I see someone obese or destitute or ill due to their daily choices, that it isn't to feel afraid or sympathy for, all because regardless of the state of being, the ability to exercise agency over ourselves never goes away. So there's the empowerment in this fact while I recognize the point today and what a liberating thing that it is to know. That no matter how bad it gets, we are still resourced in our God-given endowments enough to climb out of the deepest of holes. And all of it comes back down to nothing more glorious than the daily decisions we make. The choosing in our moments to moment. So really, all my fear and judgment can be mitigated one step at a time. By actually taking that one step in the positive, productive direction, away from the imagined hell. And that was the realization, the familiar one step at a time one, from a different angle that just hit me different today. And in an audit of myself, I can see how wherever I am or have been that I don't like is a place I created and brought myself to one step at a time. And as much as it sucks to admit that to myself, especially when thinking about how ingrained and natural some of these things feel and that I don't want as a part of my life, meaning how many one steps have added up to the damn momentum I have created in this direction that I truly don't want to be in, it's, it's a harsh realization to admit to myself that it was one step at a time that created this much momentum in a direction that I don't want to live in. But the liberating part of it is that you can do just one step to halt the momentum, slow it down, and then influence it to start moving in a different direction, all by one step at a time. 
So remembering that was enough reason to share this with you and my future self. That we are no more than one step away from any direction of our choosing. And the key comes down to understanding both the power of one step, but also at the same time, for that one step to be most effective, now that we've understood the power of it, not putting so much pressure on it so it can do its job. See, what happens first when I made this part conscious is that I can now see the steps I'm trying to take in the opposite direction to course correct. If I'm trying to change momentum and take one step in the opposite direction, I can now consciously see those steps. And that conscious seeing can be a little bit unnatural and add some pressure that can take away from what we're trying to accomplish. Because in just the noticing of it, almost like watching the clock when you're trying to pass the time, it makes it seem even slower. Time didn't change in how long it takes to pass, but your pressure that you put on it changes your dynamic and how much you feel it. Or like trying to lose weight and checking your weight daily. It doesn't show enough daily progress and feels like it's moving at a snail's pace because you're looking at it all the time. And that pressure of paying that much attention and the tied-in expectations of that each step makes it more likely that you will abandon the course that you're trying to correct and the steps that you're trying to now take because of this built-in impatience that comes with noticing that you are now bringing into each step that is now so consciously present because you're trying to consciously change the momentum. But you see, all the ways you are now, all the things that you don't like and want to change, they were also a collection of steps and daily choices. But you didn't add any pressure to them, and they formed momentum and habits with ease. Why? Because they weren't tied to any particular goals, or basically because they probably just weren't conscious at all, and that you weren't even aware that a choice was being made. So there wasn't even a chance of putting that pressure on them, and momentum just kept being created. And maybe you just found yourself in in a momentum and a way of life and just never questioned it. Maybe it came from your upbringing and culture. So even though it's unconscious, there is a lack of pressure that makes the building of that momentum easy. And the thing to bring and learn from this is that when looking to course correct, each step taken in the new direction that serves us better We have to bring with it in a way to not be impatient and to just be as lighthearted and almost unconscious as we were when the old momentum got created. We have to almost be just as unconscious of the new steps we take in the new direction in a way to not put too much pressure on each step like it's 
a big step in the opposition of what was the default of you, but instead by assuming a different default of you. You become fit, wealthy, and wise by taking your original default out of the picture and asking yourself what a fit, wealthy, or wise person would do in these scenarios. It's an image shift. It's no longer trying to shift your image with one decision at a time toward the image of your desire. It's instead behaving from the image of your desire from the moment the desire is affirmed to you as a real one. So as soon as you decide that is the desired state of being for you, you start to behave and act from that place. It's a lot harder and a lot more pressure on each different dietary decision made during the day when you're a fat person trying to make healthy choices versus it being a lot easier and less pressure on each decision when you now look at making the choice as a healthy person and what a healthy person would naturally make in that scenario. Because you now have made one overarching decision to be in the image of a healthy person. And all your subsequent decisions that person would make come easy and flow naturally. They are expected to be made. Similarly, when you desire to no longer be a lazy, unmotivated person, you can move from the old and often unsuccessful techniques of trying to motivate and push yourself and try to stretch your current state into this productive, desired state. Or instead, you could just consider yourself a highly productive, industrious individual. And when moments present themselves, when distractions come, just act in accordance to how such a person would behave. And it's no longer foreign for you and how you're trying to behave. It's you just being that thing. It's no longer you trying to be anything foreign. And then each one step afterwards falls naturally in alignment to support the becoming of that image. And this is why even in the most practical of ways, Forget law of attraction, just in the most practical of ways. It only makes sense to operate from already having attained the desired state instead of operating from wanting the state of desire. If you want to be something, you want to operate like you were already that thing. The wanting state keeps you distant from it and almost stretching outside of yourself to act it out. Whereas just being and behaving from the place of already having attained that desire actually makes the practical application and follow through of the next steps naturally fall into place because they present themselves like they naturally would to a person who is that naturally. So if instead of you trying to figure out what to do in your business, if instead you woke up tomorrow as the most successful person in your industry and had access to their decision-making and wisdom, 
the gridlock or problem in your business would seem small to you now. No? And even if there were some challenging steps to carry out to solve those issues in your business, it would seem second nature to resolve and pose little resistance because you've been around the block a few times as this successful person in this industry that you woke up to be. And yes, of course, there's still a slight bridge from concept to reality in what I just said that needs to be made, this bridge, because you don't just wake up as the most successful person in your industry overnight. And obviously, you don't have their knowledge and access to the current problems and how to solve them and view them from a different light. What I can say, though, is that there is huge power in simulation. Our minds, imagination, and envisioning abilities can open doors that are being held shut by the limits of our material mind. And that there is definitely a possibility to cross over this bridge into being the most successful person overnight in your mind, at least, so you can solve problems from that place between where you are into enacting the wisdom of where you are going so you can enhance and at, and at the least not limit your current goals and challenges that you're willing to tackle. And if you can tap into this simulation energy, then again, each one of the steps that you take that add up to what is momentum for you and ultimately defining who you are, then each one of those steps won't be loaded with pressure and fighting against the friction of your original rigid nature that you began with, that you think that you have to be, that you have to desire and want from, instead of just envisioning and assuming the desired place that you are trying to get to. And with that, from where you began, in contrast to your desire, if you can just tap into this simulation energy, and if you can release the pressure off these incremental steps by envisioning yourself to already be what it is that you desire, so as to accept those incremental steps as a part of the expected you in that state as the healthy person, so as to invite these steps a place to stay as a part of your lifestyle by already assuming that they are in your vision. To put it simply, you won't feel like, oh my God, another salad, yay, or oh my God, I went to the gym today, another gym selfie, yay. Instead, it's like salads and going to the gym is like brushing my teeth, no need for selfies. And the second you accept these things as a part of you, no matter where you start from and don't treat them like a novel achievement, act like you've been in the end zone before, then you are fully integrated with that. And it takes very little maintenance to upkeep. Going to the gym and eating salads are no longer a challenge because they are no longer fighting against the friction of who you used to be. And instead, our natural choices made by someone who identifies as healthy. And now identifying as healthy, you just release all this drama and pressure around 
eating healthy and exercising because it's what a healthy person does. And that pressure you just removed makes it stick and makes it more likely that those activities will be around and will be most likely to be integrated as a part of you. In a way, it happens with ease, without friction because you've removed the old you that would have caused the drama and have replaced it with the new you. All starting with one decision and one step that makes the rest easy. And if this sounds like improbable and impossible to achieve, trust me, you are already doing this with a hundred different decisions on a daily basis that make up the all of you who you are. You just aren't conscious of it. And if there are things that you want to change, this would be the way to go about it. And there is quite a lot of beauty to appreciate in the fact that we can change the direction of any bit of momentum with a single step. And this can work for us or against us if we don't make conscious the power of each absent-minded step. More often than not, our standards slip over time. Recipes change Shortcuts get built in, and incremental degradation sets in. Erosion, sometimes even of the soul, one step at a time. And I don't know about you, I'm a simple man. I get overwhelmed and overthink when I try to do too much at once. So maybe you don't need this reminder like I did. I don't know yet if I'll reach the destination, but I know I can handle one step at a time. I love you, family. See you in the next show.